Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Brothers <laughs> in Arms. Hi, good Hello. to see you. Hello. 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 Uh, this is episode number 58 as it hits the airwaves this week. We are a day early because life happens. And as life happens, guess what, folks? We've got to shift and make room. So here we are, shifty as all get out. But here we are making <laughs> we're making room for, for life to happen. And, well, I'm glad we have. So, gentlemen, very good to see you. How are you doing? It's been good. It's, it's been an interesting week here. Yeah? Yeah, but been, uh, the weather has been unique, to say the least. Yeah, so weather kept me from making a trip I was supposed to make this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so we'll, we'll get into that in just a little bit. But uh, but yeah, weather's weather's been kind of garbage. Carrie made, my, my wife Carrie, she made the comment uh, while we were driving in the car to work this week that uh, we've gone probably the last month with some semblance of snow on the ground. Um. And Greg, from your last, what, three, four years experience and up in the great white north, uh, you've, you've probably gone whole seasons uh, with snow always on the ground. Yes. But uh, it's it's a new thing for us. Um, got the fork truck, fork truck, got the, uh, uh, the snow plow fix this week, and that Yay. was a huge plus. Uh, and I got to drive it. And uh, story coming from that later on. Uh, but yeah fantastic fantastic season of of snow and and greatness over here in wild wonderful west virginia but uh you guys are pretty much close enough to have the same weather though how's is nope. it no i have not had any snow well yeah you you can take that snow and uh not shovel it i guess so yep. yeah <laughs> we've got snow here we got it. We got we got the we got the white stuff falling from the sky this week. Um, wasn't enough to really cause cause some delays. There was a couple of days I went to work late, um, but nothing where it like completely shut the day down. Mm. Um, but the fun part was so it snowed Friday. We got snow on, yeah. Or Thursday, Thursday, Friday, we got snow, and then the snow decided to. We got a good two inches. It was. I was impressed. You know, I was like, okay, oh, this no. is this is nice. But what was crazy about it is, since I've been here, you know, we've been getting. You know, we, it would snow, and then it would immediately warm up within a day or two. So the snow would be gone within, you know, twenty four, forty eight hours. Um, even a decent amount of we got we got like we got a good three or four inches what two weeks ago and it was gone like that it did not last um this one it stayed cold so it stuck around for for an extra day and then uh we got an ice storm Ugh, so yeah nice. so i i went outside here before we uh before we started this little podcast i just want to see what it looked like and uh my truck is covered in a nice layer of ice, probably a probably a good quarter of an inch thick, I would say. There's a quarter of an inch of ice covering everything ice. right now. Yep. Gross, man. So if my power gets knocked out, you know why? 
Noted. Okay. But, but yeah, uh, actually, I'm I'm kind of happy you didn't come down, PT. It would have been dangerous. It's uh, you know, if it's this bad here in Fredericksburg, I can only imagine what it's like out towards camp. Yeah, no. Because they're farther they're farther west of us. Yeah, we uh, we were supposed to get that same stuff last night and this morning, and somehow we were just north enough to miss it, and so uh, I'm extremely grateful for that, but we're still on the path for what's coming tomorrow and Monday, so <laughs> we we shall see what the goodness brings, but yeah, so Alex, all you've gotten is rain? Just rain, man. Man, lucky ducky. It's been kind of nice. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier that we got the uh, snowplow fixed, and I sent you all a message to let you know what was up. But so to make a long story short, after I tore the whole thing apart, looking for all the fuses, following the exact thing that uh, that you guys suggested, checked all the fuses, and they were beautiful. They were great. They they might have been a little uh, mucky from uh from stuff around the area but then after i got them all figured out i was like okay so what what is next and gentlemen typically uh one of the first things i should have checked uh was the power source and come to find out this uh fantastic snowplow did not have a uh a solid connection to the battery <laughs> so uh snowplow is up and running again thank god um, and I got to operate it uh, a couple of times this week because we've had on average every other day, we've had, we've had about two and a half to three inches of snow dropped and uh, I've got a lot of parking lot and I've got a, uh, a, a thrift store and administrative building and, uh, social services and all that fun jazz. So we got to make sure that we're, we're safe on, on campus with our vehicles and with walking across. And so. Uh, Thursday rolled around. Was it Thursday? It was. It was Thursday rolled around. We got a really nice dusting of about two and a half inches. And I got to the core in time to get in the truck and fire it up and start plowing. Well, gentlemen, the, the average temperature that day was around 26, 27. Nice. And... I was trying to get information and share information with people that were outside uh, shoveling while I was using the fork, not the fork truck, this, the snow plow. And uh, I had the, the heat blowing really hard on the windshield. And I turned to look at one of my guys and say something to him. And I heard it click. And I knew what it sounded like because I've heard it before. And I was like, You've got to be kidding me. So I turned and looked at the windshield, and sure enough, from the beginning of one wiper blade to the end of the other wiper blade was a hairline fracture all the way across the uh, uh, the windshield. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, this is, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, oh, man. So... Back the story up just a hair. What my my maintenance guy 
came out with the keys and a shovel in his hand. He said, well, I said, I'm here to work. What do you want me to do? He said, well, I need, I've got all these things I got to do. I said, what do you need me to do? He said, well, here are the keys to the truck. Go ahead and get started. I said, well, I promise I won't try and break anything. So at the end of the day, I, I have to tell him, um, I didn't try, but I successfully broke the windshield. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. High, high five and a handshake. And yeah, great, great job, Major. You, you really blew it this time. But uh, yeah, we're, we're supposed to get a new windshield sometime on Monday. Uh, if, if the snow and ice doesn't come again. So, because you know, that safe light auto repair windshield guys, they, they do most of the work outside and yeah, you don't want to change a windshield in this weather right now. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So yeah, well, good, it's, good it's cracked. It's cracked. At least it's not broken. Yeah. At least it's not broken. It doesn't cracked and broken, aren't they the exact same? No, thing? no. There's a difference between broken and cracked. There's a possibility they could seal it if it's broken. Uh, if it's cracked, if it's okay. broken, you get a new windshield. Well, broke, broke means I can put my finger through it. I couldn't feel it on the outside. Like I couldn't feel the the fracture on the outside, but on the inside you could definitely feel it. So I don't know. Maybe what happened was see what happened you was you see what happened was I made it too hot on the inside. It was cold on the outside, and that must have caught a gust of cold wind that came in and just snap made it worse. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I did it. Yay. I didn't mean to. We did Good it. Good job. Good job, Major. Yeah, I blew it. Just breaking stuff. We did it. We did it. Yay. <laughs> I can't get into the Spanish of that because I don't know it well enough. Si, si. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Si. Oh gosh, it's back. Yep. You know, it's it's funny because you know we went there about this time. Wait, where did we go again? We went to Arizona. We went to Phoenix. Arizona. You know what? I didn't go on that trip. What were you doing that you didn't go on that trip? I was involved with. I think it was a weekend that I had to be, it was during February, so it wasn't a bowl game. It had something to do with the University of Louisville, because it was during my freshman year there. Oh, huh. But yeah, I, just, I, I did not go on that trip. I just, I just remember that trip so well. For how poorly planned it was. Wow. <laughs> wow. What? You think I'm kidding? So they, they made this itinerary. And did you, I mean, you heard, you know all the stories for this one, right, PT? No. All right. So this is 
when a certain individual was still the music director there in KT. Right. And uh, and we had gone, you know, they made this trip to, to Phoenix. You know, we got out there and they had put this itinerary together. Oh, we're going to go here. We're going to go here. We're going to go do this. The the first one that really sticks in my head, so they had made this plan. We were going to go to a water park. I mean, we're in Phoenix in, in you know, winter months. Right. Um, which it's 90 degrees in Phoenix in the middle of winter because you're in the middle of the desert. But the park, the water park is still seasonal. <laughs> they close during the winter months. It might be hot as all get out, but they're still closed. Nice. So so we get there. It was one of the first things like, you know, hey, we're supposed to have this awesome trip. Like we're going to go to the water park. Oh, the water park's closed. Um, so that that got shot down. Then the second one that sticks in my head, and the one Alex remembers, I know you remember this one. We went to the Grand Canyon. It was snowing. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is where this gets interesting. We were supposed to, we left early that morning because, you know, to get from, from Phoenix to Flagstaff, it's a, it's a couple hours drive. You got to drive a couple sure. hours north to get sure. up to, get up to uh, where the Grand Canyon. And when, that night they had a uh, a concert at the the core there in Flagstaff that I don't think we were playing in it. I think someone else was playing it, but we we were there to go to or we no we did we played that night, but we were supposed to go up. Well, you know we left it we left Phoenix that morning. You know it's eighty five degrees at five o'clock. Um, they didn't tell us anything. No one planned for anything. This is. And no one checked the weather. No one knew to. So we're all in shorts in our our trip, you know, visual youth band t-shirts, you know, short sleeve collared shirts, shorts. I think a few of us wore pants, but for the most part, everyone was in some sort of like comfortable pair of shorts. And we get to the lip of the Grand Canyon. And this is, again, learning experience. The lip of the Grand Canyon is like 5,000 feet above sea level. <laughs> It's a little bit higher than the desert that is Phoenix. So yeah, so we got off the bus. It's overcast. It's windy. It's probably about 40 degrees, maybe a little bit less. And they're like, you know, hey, welcome to the Grand Canyon. Like, you're going to go see it. And, and we're freezing our butts off. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us beeline. Uh, Dad took Alex and I. We went straight to the gift shop and bought a hoodie. <laughs> so so at least we had something somewhat warm to wear and then sure enough we were we we had the concert and we left we 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 get out of the core there in flagstaff it's snowing at the core in flagstaff wow and it snowed most of the way back to phoenix and of course by the time we got into phoenix late that night you know it was you know 85 90 degrees again but yeah it was uh it was interesting to say the least. So well when we when we came out to see you all in San Diego that one time and drove mm -hmm. and it took us you know, we we took our time. So we stopped in Flagstaff to see the Grand Canyon, but yep. our our whole trip across the states, we stopped at uh, at KOAs and so we we slept uh either in one of their uh their cabins or uh, a, 
two nights, I remember specifically two nights, we, we did uh, tents. And the first night we slept on our own tent and we put it up in the dark and slept in it, then got up uh, as it was still dark, packed it all back into the car and continued driving on our merry way. Uh, that was the day we saw the, uh, the arch. Uh, but anyways, in Flagstaff, uh, we thought it'd be a really cool idea to uh, rent one of their, their teepees. And so the KOA offers, yeah, the KOA offers uh, these teepees that, that you can rent. Uh, and they're probably, I'm looking up like that's going to help me. Um, they are probably 15 feet tall. So pretty, pretty tall. And the circumference of the floor is probably about 20 feet. So That's a 20, it's, it was a decent, yeah, absolutely. Well, when you get in there, there, there is, uh, it's kind of, there's a little bit of a raised platform, but if you get down onto the platform and you look parallel to the floor, uh, you can almost see like outside, like there's, there's daylight at the circumference of this TP. Mm -hmm. And we're thinking to ourselves, okay, this is going to be interesting. So we had blow up mattresses and we kept them all to the center of the TP because it, it was warmer in that section. You didn't get too much of a draft and whatnot. And uh, we all laid kind of with our, our heads in the center together, uh, kind of like the spokes of a wheel. And uh, about three o'clock in the morning, we woke up and all of us are just <laughs> so cold. And all of the air had gone out of our, uh, of our, our blow up mattresses. We were laying on the ground and the temperature had dropped from like 58, 60 to 32. <laughs> and we're and this is in Flagstaff, Arizona, and we're just like, "What is this? Why is it so stinking cold?" And uh, yeah, we we went up, we got up that next morning, uh, packed up our things, drove to the Grand Canyon, and uh, and experienced a really nice day there. It was it was cold, it was very very cold, but uh, we also. We're kind of prepared weather-wise. We were just not prepared for that night. Um, but, yeah. I, so we've been to the Grand Canyon, uh, just not on the trip you guys are talking. So mm. I'm a TP. I'm a wigwam. I'm a TP. I'm a wigwam. Calm down, man. You're too tense. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I experienced uh, two extremes that weekend. It was snowing one day. And then the next day, I was sitting behind the kit, and literally my shoes were melting. What? I had to get new uniform shoes after that trip. <laughs> what? That's crazy. Yeah, because you had the heat from on top, and then you had the uh, the heat from underneath because I'm, I have my feet on steel, essentially. Oh, so, my goodness. It was bad. <laughs> and that's Caroline. She has to say goodnight to the fishies. So oh yeah, baby night. girl, gotta talk to this fish. So she loves. She, she obviously loves her fish. Yeah, you might actually get to see her uh, hug him, because she normally does that. Did you uh, get your seventy-five gallon set up? It is. I I got the the final two things in there, so it's ready. 
Nice. I got, an, I got an airstone that is uh, Baby Groot. <laughs> and uh, I got a, another sponge filter over in the corner to help with the canister filter. And those are both powered by an air pump that's for 243 gallons. Yikes. Yeah. So Groot pushes out some serious, serious air. Groot pushes out air. It's bad, but great. So, yep. Yep, yeah, she fell. Yeah, yeah. She has to go and, and find all of the fish. So there's two that she likes. She likes the plecos. So she likes Dobby and she likes Creature. So those are the uh, the bottom feeders, right? Yeah, the ones that suck on the glass. They're known as right. Placostomus. One more time. Postumus. Placostomus. Pocostomus. Ple. Plecostomus. Plecostomus. Spell it for me. Got a got West a spell book. for me. Yeah, Westbrook. We just they're they're plecos. P L E C O. Got it. Yeah. So. And if she can't see him, she'll do one of these numbers. <laughs> so then Liz will be like, no, he's behind the bubbles. And she goes, there it is. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yep. So this is our going to bed routine. Well, of course. I like I mean, it. it. It brings joy, man. That's that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. So it's one of the other reasons why we want to move the ones downstairs so that the joy extends throughout the day. And why I want to get a figure eight puffer. Name of Jeffrey. Feed him snails. Why Jeffrey? They all look like a Jeffrey to me. It's a good name. Jeffrey. I was between that and Chad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, incoming. Hi. Say hi. Hey, baby. Say hi. 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 Say hi. Nope, she's just going. That's fine. Say you hi. can say it. Say hi. hi. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Alright. Big hugs. Thank you. Give Dad a head donks. Love you, sweetheart. No, oh, yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me smash your chin in while I'm at it. That's right. Night night, sweet girl. Night night. <laughs> awesome. All right. Love you. Oh. Bye. Good night. Good night. <laughs> She's still waiting. <laughs> yep, the entire way up. Uh, that uh, was adorable. Yeah, she'll come and she'll wave at the fish, tell the fish hi. Um, she's gotten into this habit of, you know, you know, she shows affection by slamming her head into you. Mm. Um, 
but she's got into this habit of going up to the fish tanks and headbutting the fish tanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. So if we're all sitting up here, we're relaxing, and we got you know, bubble guppies up on the TV for, and uh, you know, playing some WoW or you know something. You just turn around if you thunk, and you look back, and there she is, just hot fish. Thunk. <laughs> I love you enough for a concussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to break her of that one because it scares the yeah. fish too. Yeah, well, I understand that. Boy, I see you got a. When'd you get the fridge in there? Oh, nice of you to notice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was here yesterday when I got home from duty. So since I have duty tomorrow, and uh, obviously tomorrow is Valentine's Day, so if you have wait what? Yep. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Monday's President's Day, so. Eh. But anyway. You guys off that day? Maybe. Yes. Maybe yes. Okay. Got it. Yeah, they were supposed to figure that out on Friday. They didn't tell anybody, so. Of course not. I'm either staying after I get off of duty tomorrow, on Monday. Or I'm going home. One of the two. We'll figure it out. I just I just go home. I got work. I'm sorry. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. But anyway, so because Valentine's Day is on Sunday, and uh, I won't be here, uh, I made it a point to try and get something delivered for Liz while I was on duty on Thursday. So I got everything set up on Wednesday and had the delivery out. And I asked her, I said, hey, you know, are you going to be around today? Or do you have, like, errands or something? And she said, well, no, I'll, I'll probably be around. I got some stuff I want to do around the house. I said, cool. I have a package coming on Thursday. If you don't mind, just watching out for it. Um, it's kind of important. You know, I don't want someone to steal it off the porch or something. And, uh, yeah, had uh, a bouquet delivered that she pretty much had no idea was coming. So that was kind of nice. Good job. Thank you. Romeo. I try. Romeo. So, but with with all of that, um, you know, she was like, oh, well, uh, we've been talking about getting, you know, a mini fridge up here um, pretty much since we got the house. And when I came home from duty yesterday, yesterday, uh, she had gotten it Thursday night and then got it all set up. So... Yes. Nicely done. And it has beer. <laughs> well, okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. It works. Oh, man. I wouldn't Whew. complain. I am definitely not. It's amazing. Yeah, so, uh, and then you can see Mad Eyes like moving around. He's right there. So. Where you your know finger if I... is? Yeah, he's over there in the corner, right there. Oh, there it is. I got you. Yep. So he's 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 still in quarantine then, huh? Yeah, he probably will be for the rest of this week. Hmm. I don't want to introduce something bad to the other tank. 
right before I move them all downstairs. Got it. Mm -hmm. Let's let's not let's not kill kill those. Uh... Mm -mm. Well, they've been doing so good. Like they've been getting bigger. I haven't had any issues with them. They they eat just fine. All the guys that are in there clean the tank really well. So I haven't had any issues with them, which has been fantastic. Sure, um, absolutely. The little small tank has difficulties with levels sometimes. So whenever you have fish, there's two things you really have to worry about. Uh, they're nitrites and nitrates. Traits and trites. Traits and trites. Traits and trites. Right. Traits and trites. They're both byproducts of having fish in water. Um, one is from, you know, the they, they breathe oxygen, kind of, just like we do. It's just filtered through water. And then the excess that comes out is your nitrates. Or your nitrites, excuse me. Um, your nitrates are the things that their poop breaks down into. So if you have difficulties, usually it's one of those two things. Plus they're breathing too much or they're pooping too much. Exactly. Huh. So both of those things should be taken care of by the filter, uh, which I have hang-on-back filters on both of those, but in uh -huh. the, the corner of each tank is a sponge filter, which basically is like air-operated, essentially. Um, you put air through it and then it creates like a vacuum in there and it sucks the water through the sponge and then uh, the sponge catches all the bad stuff and then expels the excess water and air through the top of it so it's kind of neat um, but those things are both set up to help keep those levels down plus all the other bad things that can end up in there the small tank has a problem with it you're going to find problems in a small tank a lot quicker than you're going to find them in like the 29 or the 75 because there's a lot more water that has to go through it. Sure. So, unfortunately, with the small tank, I have difficulties keeping levels correct. Mainly because I had all four of those guys in there for a long time and the filter got overpowered. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So, Overloaded. Yeah. So that's why there's that in there as well, too. Legit. Nice. Yeah. But I'm going to turn this one into a brackish water tank whenever I get these guys out and downstairs. How put, do you how do you turn it brackish? I'm going to put a little bit of salt in it. Alright, so a salt water tank, your salinity level and your, your chlorine, <laughs> your, well basically your salinity level has to be I'm a sorry. lot higher. Okay. Uh, this is half of what I do at work. Okay. So you we're getting we're getting a little bit of we're getting a little bit of the the nuke nerd in him. I thought yeah. I thought you were an electrician, not a water technician. I am. But I'm also not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Hydrate. Hydrate. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did I did laugh because what Alex pulled out to drink because uh oh. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, that's what I thought. Well, same same company, same, same company. brewery. Ah, uh, gotcha. It's a Virginia native type of thing. I, I would you. laugh. I would laugh if it's the same bottle. That'd be really funny. It's not. Which one is it? Liz bought it, so it's a Vienna Lager. 
Oh. Yeah, no, this is the hazy. I know. I know. Very well then. Very well. But so you turn uh so you gonna turn yeah. your you gonna turn your fish tank partially brackish? No, I'm gonna turn it brackish. You try and keep what? you try and keep salinity around one, right? So I think the exact number I'm shooting for is like one point zero zero eight three five, something like that. Okay. It's yeah. very specific. I yeah. got it. For a good time. The the puffers are they're they're brackish, right? I can't help myself. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> so I'm gonna get him in there and he's gonna be brackish. But they're real jerks to any other fish once they get like full grown. So he's pretty much gonna live in there by himself. And then I'm gonna put all the snakes or the snails in that tank. And I'm gonna breed snails so I can feed them. Snakes on a plane. Snails in a tank. Snails in a tank. Snails in a tank. <laughs> and the one looks at the other and goes, Do you know how to drive this thing? No. Do you? The other one goes, Ah, talking goldfish. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, I I pray your your tanks are brackishly brackish. Just the one. Just the one. You mm -hmm. got it. Just the one. And then I'll send you guys a picture later. So uh, I think I told you when we weren't recording. Um, but I have uh, baby Groot is one of my air stones down at the big tank. Right. You said that so, during this show. I did? <laughs> yes, I'm excited did. about him, okay? <laughs> I am very excited about him. As you should. Mm -hmm. You are fine. Yeah, send us pictures. I will. I want to see it. That'd be neat. He's up in the front. So, so last week, Greg asked us the question about if we could, what's our favorite food, right? Give or yeah. take. Comfort food. Right. Yeah. Right. Comfort food. Right. Sure, sure, sure. And all three of us grew up with a very uh, intentional uh, set of, of, of rules and, and responsibilities to raise within us a, a sense of, of, of understanding what it is to, to be a man and to be a respectable man, to be one that, uh, mm, just to put it in, in, in these words that people would know us by our character and would recognize that. And something that, that popped up into my head last week that I wanted to talk about this week, and this kind of ties into my question, uh, was the saying, manners maketh the man. You've heard that before? From the Kingsman. Uh, there you go. Manners maketh the man. So, gentlemen, my, my question to you this week is this, since it's my turn. Um, what, in your opinion, besides manners, because we all have them, thanks, Mom and Dad. Amen what what in you what makes the man in you so manners make it the man so what what's your mantra what is it that 
that sets you and and this isn't this isn't any kind of ladies and gentlemen please don't take it any other way this isn't gender bashing this isn't anything along those lines this is what what we what we expect of ourselves in order to to be the men that we are called to be so gentlemen my question to you is what what is it that that makes you who you are I know exactly where to go with this one and and i'll i'll keep you know there's obviously there's more than just manners there's there's a you know you can think of a couple different things but the one that pops into my head immediately um and it really it, it comes back to i hate this because it's i was trying to get away from it but three years on recruiting duty it, it really made a huge difference um honesty mm. Um, you know, it's not just about being professional and, and being, you know, you know, having the manners, <laughs> he summons the cat. Uh, it's not, it's not just the, it's not just, just those, the, the manners that come into play. It's, um, I think, you know, I think we've said this before, you know, your word is your bond. Right. Um, that that being honest with uh, with other people and also being honest with yourself. Um, you know, whether it's your personal life, your finances, your uh, your relationships, you know, all of those things. Um, you know, that's in in my mind. That's that's huge, and that that's to me that's incredibly important yeah so so i would i would i would say that good good alex so honestly for me it's probably sense of responsibility right one of the things that has stuck with me for ever whenever dad said it to me honestly i'm pretty sure he's had this conversation with all three of us but finish what you started Yep. Dad didn't raise a quitter. So, responsibility, right? And kind of tie into what Greg said. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, what's going on in your life, what's happening, you know, how difficult things get is you pursue, you persevere, you continue, you do whatever you have to do to finish what you started. Right kind of one of the reasons why as crappy as some of this has been for 12 years I'm still sitting where I'm at you know I'm still looking to to finish I'm still looking to retire sure still looking to be done yeah you know as as far away as it seems it's still closer than when I started but I intend to finish that's right it's good it's good uh for me, it's an honorable character. Um, I think Dad said at one time that, uh, and it stuck with me, character is who you are when you think nobody else is looking. And, and our character dictates how we think 
it dictates um, what drives us to what we say in response to others. It drives us in in what we do in all situations. That's that's what our character is, and and I would hope and pray that my character would be honorable to those in in my 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 sphere of of influence um you know we we can have manners all day long but if our character is to turn around and to talk about them afterwards it it doesn't really matter um you know dad we probably had this talk with you guys too and it this is a family channel and so uh i won't go into great detail but he, there are two things in life that you can lose and never get back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of them is your honor and the other one's your virginity. So there I said it. Um, but <laughs> that, it is what it is. No, um, it's good. You're good, brother. Honor, honor is something that, that we, we try very hard. Uh, and I know all three of us, I, I, I speak for all three of us on this, but honor is something that we try very hard to to keep in the forefront of our character. And I think that's that's what makes a man. That's that's what makes that's what makes us who we are. And so uh thanks to dad for, for raising that in us. Thanks for mom for our, for loving us even through our faults. Um and thanks to our families who who help us to try our best to have honorable character uh in in all of our dealings and all of our living and so uh yeah so gentlemen thank you for indulging me in that care that that question for this week i really appreciate it no worries that's a good it's a good question i just i find it funny that your your definition was what used to be the nuclear power training definition of integrity really what's that honorable character no no so doing the right thing when no one else is looking right Ah, that used to be what what we would tote as the ethos so to speak of a nuclear operator now it's gotten a lot longer (laughs) okay so a couple years someone had someone had to reinvent the wheel yeah, his name was Admiral Donald. Um, he was the head of uh, NAVC-08, which is um, naval reactors, uh, the thing that was founded by Admiral Rickover way, way back in, like, the 50s. Um, yeah, that dude was interesting. But anyway, I could go on to that, like, all day. But Admiral Donald came out with this thing before he transferred over with... Uh, Admiral Richardson, who then became the Chief of Naval Operations after his tour. Uh, that normally doesn't happen. Nukes don't hold that billet. Uh, huh. Usually goes to somebody else, but um, more often than not, you know, the most senior admiral is the guy who's the Chief of Naval Operations, and then the second guy is the uh, Admiral of NAVC-08, the nuclear program. But anyway, um, Admiral Donald came out with this uh, saying for, you know, the naval nuclear power definition of integrity. And it's, yeah. So, 
absolute honesty and trustworthiness and reliability when it comes to naval nuclear power training, maintenance, and qualifications. Uh, putting oneself, or putting the, the nation and the Navy before loyalty to individuals. And then we go on and say, still, doing the right thing when no one else is looking. <laughs> yeah. It's wow. One, it's one of the reasons why they trust us to do what we do and how we do it is because every single person who's gone through that program has that same mindset at the end of the day. Thank you, Admiral Donald. Sorry, I'm just trying to write that down. That's that's yeah. some good stuff. Yeah, thanks, man. Anytime. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Take a look. It's in a book. Yep. Uh, oh, you guys are horrible. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try to see how many times you can get me to start singing. And that's a turkey. Oh, my English friend was really proud of his heritage until he found out that his great-grandfather was from Transylvania. Yeah, now he can't even look at himself in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. In a freak accident today, a, a photographer was killed by a huge lump of cheddar when a huge lump of cheddar landed on him. Okay. To be fair, the people who were being photographed did try to warn him. Cheese! 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 Thump! Did you hear about the guy who fell into the well? No. I found out why it happened. He couldn't see that well. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. As a gentleman in my future political career, I want to go on record that I do support farming. Good. As a matter of fact, you could call me Protractor. Okay. Because he's pro farm equipment. I, I got you. Yeah. These four tractors. I stopped by the roadside stand that said lobster tails, $2. I paid my $2, and the guy says, Once upon a time, there was this lobster. <laughs> Brilliant marketing. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. Once upon a time, there was this lobster. So my laptop's not up. I'm sorry. I'm not actively looking. Hey, uh, why why is dark spelled with a K? Because you can't see? In the dark? Nah. <laughs> the you know, the rotation of the Earth really makes my day. It sure does. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that one yet. <laughs> Maybe that's pretty good. Uh, makes my day. Well, you know, I once debated a flat earther. He got so mad he stormed off saying he would walk to the edge of the earth to prove me wrong. He'll come around eventually. <laughs> 
one of those flat earther jokes. I'm just gonna hate us even more. That's all right. There's like 12 people that listen to this. <laughs> it's true. It's all family. And then that one guy overseas who's trying to find out state secrets. Nani? Nani? I was waiting for it. I didn't know if he was going to click it or not. Uh, I did, but it's not set up. Uh, okay. Sadness. So... Um, I had a table last night whose bill came out to exactly $420. So I was running around showing that all my coworkers asked them, does this bill seem a bit high? No. And this is why your bill took so long to reach the table. <laughs> Family channel? Family channel. Maybe? I don't know. At a job interview, I filled my glass of water until it overflowed a little. Nervous, said the interview? No, I always give 110%. Yeah. Nice. Today, my son asked, can I have a bookmark? I burst into tears. 11 years old, and he still doesn't know my name is Brian. <laughs> <laughs> a blind man walked into a bar oh, no and then a table and then a chair <laughs> glorious absolutely mm. glorious my wife asked me today if I had seen the dog bowl. I said, no, I didn't know he could. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you okay? I'm good. Yep. All right. Here's your, here's your interesting, here's your interesting fact of the day, boys. Okay. In Sweden, all government-owned ships are required to have a UPC code printed on the hull. Okay. When the ships are returned to port, it helps them scan the Navian. <laughs> Alex, have you not heard that one before? I have, but it's still funny. <laughs> I think he's tired. I might be a little bit. I'm sorry. I have actually been on a Scandinavian ship before. Have you really? Yeah, they have bars. That's awesome. I know uh, British ships do as well. Boat has a like a drinking bar? Like a drinking yeah. bar. What? Bar. Yeah. So everyone in Scandinavia is required to serve two years active duty. Like they're required. As soon as you I mean, hit 18, you serve sure. two years. That's how it is in Israel too. Anyone who stays past the two years gets access to the bar. What? Yeah. It's wow. One, it's one of their, their perks, you know? So those of us that were walking through with them because they were parked right next to us, um, well, shoot, probably, oh, no, probably like nine years ago. Man, 
Yeah, like nine mm-hmm. years ago. Has it been that long? Yeah. yeah but they, they had all sorts of other cool stuff that I can't really tell you on this channel. But Sure, yeah. They, they had a bar. They, they had a bar. And it was probably the coolest thing. They had, like, rules and requirements for it. Like, you know, you couldn't use the bar. Or you couldn't get a drink from the bar if you had, like, watch within eight hours or, you know, anything else. So most of the guys that you saw were getting off watch and they were rotating in. And no joke, it, there was a bar. It was like a lounge-type area. You could sit down and relax, talk to people, play cards, drink, do whatever. It's crazy. Wow. That's legit. Mm-hmm. Wow. We should expand, not not to get off topic, but we should expand this to do like food cooking and stuff like that. You know, like just show. I, I know all three of us are sitting at a computer right now, so it's kind of hard to do that. We'd almost have to go mobile with phones or whatnot. But I got a laptop. Right, right. But you know, just kind of let's let's plan one of these where we make dinner or something. <laughs> or something like that, you know? Like I think that would be a that'd be a cool experiment, I think, for us. Um I'll do a brisket. Well, see, yeah, I I'm thinking I'm trying to keep it within an hour, but Oh no, yeah. I'll I'll show you the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you guys. I did uh okay. I did a venison I did a venison uh meatloaf for dinner tonight. Ooh, nice. It was awesome. Was it sus? Uh, it was not sus at all. It was just That's absolutely amazing. Good. No oh, I got one. I got one more save. Save one just for for a good laugh. What do you call a hippie's wife? Charlene. <laughs> Why Charlene? I don't know. Popped in my okay. head. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead, Greg. Mississippi. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd play it if you could hear it. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that wraps it up for us tonight because homeboy over there has got to get to bed because he's got to be up at oh dark 30. But, uh, yeah, this has been another episode of Brothers in Arms podcast. Uh, my name's Patrick. That guy over there. You're pointing right? at nobody. There we go. That way. Yeah, down is Greg. Yeah, that's Greg. And then the one with the glorious mustache. Other way. That's Alex. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, you can catch us live on twitch.tv slash brothers in arms podcast. We're usually streaming on Sundays, but as I said at the beginning of this episode, life happens, and so we had to bump it up a night. But uh, you can follow us on Twitter at your BIA podcast, and you could also find this episode as well as past episodes on our YouTube channel at brothers in arms podcast, all one word. So, uh, anything crazy coming up this week, boys? Anything fun? I got something I'll share with you off the channel because it's personal. I understand. Hmm. But, yeah. Uh, I think my mother-in-law's coming in this weekend. Either this weekend or next weekend. Next weekend. You got the finger of next. Okay. Next weekend. Deal. So, deal. I'm free this weekend. I got duty on Saturday. Then I'm off on Sunday. So, 
Will, probably... will you be rested up for next Sunday? Oh, yeah, I'll be good. Okay, cool beans. I get off in the morning at 7, so I'll come home and sleep, and then I'll get up. We'll be good to go. Okay, sweet. I think I'm buying a fish. Another one. That's a good plan. I'm buying the last goldfish. Ah, the last. So for our listeners at home, look up a lionhead black ranchu. Lionhead black ranchu. I'm going to write that down. Lionhead black ranchu. That is the last goldfish I'm buying unless that guy dies. (laughs) I'm I'm not joking. I I have to have a black moor in that tank. I have to. Those googly eyes, man. Ooh, it's just that. That's my favorite goldfish. Absolute favorite goldfish. But uh, a lionhead black ranchu is. It looks like a potato with fins. <laughs> it looks like a black potato. <laughs> yep. Oh, that is an ugly fish. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. Wow. So the guys behind me, right? You have Harry, Ron, and Hermione. And Voldemort, right, with Creature and Dobby in there. You have Mad-Eye Moody over there because he got the big old googly eyes. We're going to get a Black Ranchu that's bigger than all of them, so he will stay bigger than all of them. He going to be Hagrid. He looks like a potato with fins. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I'm, hold on, I'm, wait. It's glorious. Let's see if this will let me do this. Yeah. Yeah. I need him. That. I need him in my life so bad. Oh, check, wow. Check the Twitch chat. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He a potato with, with fins. Oh, my goodness. So. That poor fishy. Oh, he looks so funny. And it's glorious. Like, <laughs> he will be a close second as my favorite fish. This. Wow. Yeah. Okay, but I don't want to. I don't want to stress him out too much, and I I want to give Moody in there time to quarantine. But by the time next weekend rolls around, you know he should be good to go to go into the big tank. So I'm gonna move him downstairs into the big tank. I'm gonna put Haggard in that tank, let him sit for a little bit, and then move him to the big tank. After I move all these guys to the big tank, and then it's time for Jeffrey. All right. Sounds like a plan. I'm excited. Jeffrey Chad. Jeffrey Chad. That's an ugly fish, boyo. Yeah. Look up figure eight puffin or puffer next time. Figure eight puffer. Noted. All right. Anything for you, Greg? Uh, nothing crazy. Good deal. Same old, Um, same old. Yep. As always, drink water, change socks, take Motrin. I've had to do that more often this week. Ice, ice and salt, or ice and snow, not good for me. Not, not it, good for me. It works. Oh, well, nice. we're doing that. I have to say, I called it. Yes. You yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, ladies and gentlemen, he's referring to uh, the Super Bowl last week. My Super Bowl prediction. What a mm. waste of time that was. My goodness, I waited mm. through the whole game. Like, okay, Mahomes, come on. Come on, Mahomes. Nothing. I know we're pretty much done, but I will give two things, two two short insights from that game. One, 
football wise, holy cow, Mahomes can put that ball wherever the heck he wants. Even oh, if yeah. he's parallel to the ground. Even if he is literally flying through the air like Superman, he can throw the ball and nail his receiver square in the face. Yep. That was amazing. Yep. Yep. If he gets some good receivers next year or some if his he, receivers can actually catch the ball, he has good receivers. They were off they were off last week. No, they the, they were in double coverage last week. That's the problem. Sorry. Continue. So, let them let them be able to catch the ball. Don't Yeah, okay, boy. And then the other one, did you guys see the Paramount commercials? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They were stupid for the most part. The only one that made me laugh is uh I think it was the second one when they were halfway up the mountain and the Muppet had a frozen arm. Yeah, and he hits it with a golf club. And he golf clubs that thing. <laughs> I was all right. So I was sitting I was sitting at uh, one of our local sports bars watching watching the game. And when that happened I bursted out laughing and I swear everyone in the restaurant stopped and stared at me. Cause they're like, why was that? So-? I'm like, cause it maybe it's moment, man. Maybe it's military humor, but I thought it was, I died. I yeah. was laughing. So hard. I thought it was hilarious. It's like, that was perfect. Yeah. So anyways, that's, those are my only, uh, we don't really need to talk about the Super Bowl other than that, unless you guys have something else you want to add to it. But those are the two things that popped into my head. Well, Greg, that that commercial made me laugh out loud too, and both my wife and Philip looked at me and went, <laughs> "Why was that funny?" Because it that was, was that was it hilarious. Was hilarious. <laughs> you got Spock down there. All we need to amputate. Yeah, <laughs> and whoever whoever the golfer, I don't remember who it was, just just like out of nowhere, Fuck. wham. <laughs> It's gone. <laughs> the, the commentators are like, oh, it's sliced a little. <laughs> oh, uh, yep, good times. Yes, Alex, you called it. Yes, we need to change our socks, take our Motrin, and drink more water. And uh, folks, if you can help it, don't salt anything try and scrape off that top layer and let it melt naturally because the salt is killing everything else around us there we go thank you very much uh there's yeah your, there's your environmental piece for the day hey i try, I try. oh good. and by the way that's an interesting puffer fish my man that's i it, is yours gonna be circled like that one yep. alex yep okay good they to have, know they have two rows of teeth too two rows of teeth so you know it's Love them snails. So they can break through them snails, man. That's mm. cargo. Mmm, boy. Mmm. Yummy. Bad taters. All right. Love you guys. Have a mm. wonderful, fantastic, mm. fantastic mm. week. And, <laughs> and stop. And we will talk to you all later. Love you much. Love you too, bro. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.